He's, he's congratulating the fans and everybody else. Sean, you're 1-0. Congratulations. Yeah, it feels good. What's that, the first time since 2019? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, winning is, is so much fun. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. It's what we're here for. We worked hard. Uh, a lot of good things out there tonight. A lot of things we got to work on, of course, you know, and that's, that's what you got to do in evaluating your first ball game. Uh, very fortunate, man. Rodon came out here and had a great plan offensively, of course. And uh, yeah, our defense stepped up, had a pick six, had an interception right down there in the end zone right there. Offensively stepped up when they needed to. It was a, it was a good night. Well, you've talked about team toughness and overcoming adversity. There's a little adversity. You go from uh, ahead by 14 and then yeah. you're trailing by seven. Yeah, you know, that's, shoot, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. <laughs> they had to listen to you, didn't they? Yeah, you know. Uh, a year ago, we would have folded on that thing and not and, and drug our heads and not come back. But our guys did steadfast and diversity right there, came back, finished strong, and that's what we're going to be made of. We're going to build off this. Was there anything in particular from camp and early practices? You go, I really like this in our team. I like what we can do in this. And then you got to see a little bit of that tonight. Yeah, there were some mistakes, obviously, but uh, I think yeah, I think these guys are coachable and they enjoy they enjoy playing the game. Yeah, there were some mistakes out there, some big mistakes. But, you know, that, that happens in first ball games. Let's go clean it up and get better. And nobody, nobody's disappointed in this thing, you know. And, and we're all hungry to go get better. We're going to go in there. We're going to evaluate this film. We're going to make our corrections. We're going to put the right guys in the right places next week. And that's important. One of the things I noticed is the momentum change at the end of the half when Rhode Island goes off the field after taking a knee, and then they come out and they get a touchdown right away. That would have been an easy point to go, gosh, this team, we can't do anything. But then we all respond with three straight touchdowns. Yeah, you know, that's like I said, it's just to attribute what they did all offseason, the six months of hard work and effort. Uh, like I said, we took them to places that were that were tough to talk about and brought them back out and showed tonight. It showed tonight against a good Rhode Island team. I, I tell you what, they've got a good ball club. Their quarterback is special. And uh, I think their offensive line, their offensive football team is pretty good. They were, they were big. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they, guys, yeah. We, we, we had some pressure, but we were going around instead of through to the, to the quarterback. Think, is I that something? We, we can clean that. I just think we were letting the dog on in the secondary. We were letting these guys run free. I mean, that's shit. Come on, man. It, 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 I mean, it, football's not hard. Cover them. Cover them. Yeah. So. All right. Well, well, congratulations. You're 1 0. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate right. you. Thank you, Dave. Up to you. All right. Thanks, Harper. Thanks to head football coach Sean Elliott. Again, Panthers off to a 1-0 start. Harper's going to continue from the sidelines with our Panther postgame show, Georgia State. Uh, and we'll run down the full stats a little bit later as we move along in our Panther postgame show. But uh, total offensive plays and total yards tonight. And I know Harper did not know these numbers when he was talking to Coach Elliott. They ran 75 plays tonight and amassed a total. Well, this is... This is Rhode Island, not Georgia State. Of course, he may have responded a different way. Rhode Island ran 75 plays tonight, totaling 520 yards. In comparison, Georgia State was ran 58 plays, 424 yards. Harper standing by yep. with uh, John Trey Hunter. Harper? John Trey, thank you. 1-0. Uh, that's the most important thing right now. Some things to clean up defensively. I'm sure it happens every week, but what were you excited about here tonight? Tonight, I was just excited about getting out there with my team for the first time. You know, we've been we've been hitting each other for, for much great, so it felt good going out there playing somebody else for a chance. Now, you're bigger, you're faster, you're stronger, you're going into your senior. What leadership did you bring into this game that you go, you know what, I think I'm ready. This is after hitting everybody, each other for a month, and now getting a chance to do it against somebody, an, an opponent on the other side of the ball. 
uh, really just doing our job. That was my main thing, just getting everybody to do their job, do their piece of the puzzle. And that's, that's the way we're going we gonna to get our job done. The best way is just everybody doing their own particular job. No, not trying to overplay this, overplay that. Just do your job and we'll be fine. Big big team offensively, big offensive line. But you're able. I think the speed that we have is a real asset to, to go against a bigger guy. Did that work tonight? Yes. I feel, I feel like right now playing against probably bigger bigger opponents using our speed is, 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 is something that we can use to our advantage. So. What do we need to do to get better and uh, get ready for UMass? Clean up our assignments. That's our main thing, just clean up our assignments, clean up our MAs, and, and I feel like we'll be fine. Appreciate it. Thank you for your time. You. All right. Appreciate He's got to get inside, so uh, we want to make sure we don't make anyone late. And uh, they don't have fines here, but uh, they might take away a lunch if he's late. All right. And uh, tackles tonight. John Trey ended up with uh, six tackles, three of those unassisted. You're going to hang around down there and see who ends up coming out after they've met in the locker room? I'd sure like to talk to either Darren or Marcus or any of the others. Allison will probably help bring out. What would you prefer for me to do, Dave? You are perfect right where you are. We're going to go ahead and take a timeout, and we'll come back with more of our Panther postgame show. Uh, 42-35, Georgia State a winner tonight over the Rams of Rhode Island in their season opener. Next up, the Huskies of the University of Connecticut. Saturday night, September 9, here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Again, more of our postgame coming up after this two-minute break here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's at home with Gardner-Webb. Georgia Southern opening up at home against the Citadel. Bucknell at James Madison. Albany at Marshall. Louisiana Monroe will be at home against Army. Alcorn State in Hattiesburg to take on Southern Miss. Texas State heading cross-state. They're going to take on the Baylor Bears. Troy at home with Stephen F. Austin. Old Dominion, who got a win last year in Blacksburg. They are at Virginia Tech again this year. I know one game that's uh, garnered a lot of interest in New Orleans on Saturday, the green wave of Tulane in at 24 or 25 of the poll, depending on which poll you're looking at. They've got South Alabama in New Orleans this weekend. Northwestern State at Louisiana to face the Ragin' Cajuns. And later on Saturday night in Los Angeles, Coastal Carolina will take on the Bruins of UCLA. That's a look at your Sunbelt Conference schedule coming up on Saturday. Again, Georgia State a winner here tonight, 42-35. Panthers had uh, 20 first downs. Rhode Island had 22 first downs. Georgia State rushed the ball 38 times, amassing 231 yards. Did a good job uh, with regards to Rhode Island running the football. Rams ran the ball 35 times for 112 yards, but where they did their damage was in the air. As Georgia State passed for 193 Darren tonight was 16 of 20 193 and two touchdowns on the other side Kasim Hill 24 of 40 was intercepted twice 408 yards four touchdowns and a long pass tonight of 73 yards but again the Rams amassing a total of 520 total yards on 75 plays tonight 58 plays run for Georgia State totaling 424 yards. Time of possession, Rhode Island had it for 36 minutes, 19 seconds, and Georgia State had it for 23 minutes and 41 seconds. And we were keeping up with those third down conversion numbers all night, which is well, a big part of what kept Rhode Island in this football game. They were 13 of 20 on their third down opportunities. Georgia State was right at 50% at 6 of 12. 
We'll check in with Harper LaBelle, again standing right outside the Georgia State locker room. Yeah, I agree with you, Dave. The uh, the Hill completion percentage and the number of yards that he threw. And, you know, Coach Elliott was saying, we just need to cover our guys. But he, he found people open all, all night long. They didn't run the ball very well, but, boy, they could put it up in the air and uh, keep it close. They did a great job. Their offensive line did a really good job of protecting the quarterback as well. A couple of other games on our college football scoreboard. One of note that we're keeping an eye on, and that is the game up in stores, NC State. Uh, late in the fourth quarter, leading UConn 24 to 14. That score showing inside of a minute to go in that one again. UConn will be here on Saturday night, September the 9th. And it's a final in from uh, Wake Forest, North Carolina. The Demon Deacons beat Elon 37 to 17. Some other big games coming up on Friday. Got the Miamis playing, Miami Hurricanes. Now with a couple of ex-Georgia State players, uh, including Thomas Gore, who was your starting nose guard here last year. He's now playing for the Hurricanes, as well as Luis Cristobal, who went back to play for his uncle. They're going to take on Miami of Ohio. And here in Atlanta, it is the Aflac kickoff game for Louisville and Georgia Tech over at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Anybody coming out of the locker room to this point? Uh, Jakari Carter's next to me. I'm still waiting for uh, Marcus and for Darren Granger. You might want to go over and grab a word with Jakari. I can do so. Jakari Carter tonight had three targets, two catches, 20 yards, 17 yards after the catch. He's taking some family photos, Dave. I don't know if I want to interfere with that. Well, I think I also just saw Javon Dennis come out. No, that's Kevin Swint come out. He's just over yeah, there to your left. Travis just came out, too. He's going to go visit with some family. Let me go get a hold of Travis for a second. Let's hope he and his family will let me interfere with him. I think he'll be fine coming on the Panther postgame show. 42-35 again, the final score. Travis, again, your starting left tackle, 6'6", out of Vienna, Georgia. Harper? Thank you. Dave, I'm with Travis Glover right now. Travis, congratulations. You're 1-0. That's a good feeling, right? Yeah, great feeling. Uh, Coach just told us the first time we won no since 2019 when we beat Tennessee, so it's a great feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, offensive line, we had over 200 yards rushing tonight. When you think about what your job and your perspective from, you know, hey, if we get a 200-yard rusher, that means we're pushing people around. Yeah, and I mean, that's what we do. So that's kind of like what we pride ourselves on, being able to run the ball, and that's what we're going to do, run the ball. Like, yes. Now, you're the, the grand old man here on the offensive line. Have some new guys coming in. Avery not getting a chance at center for the last couple of years. That's been Malik's. But uh, what, what overall... You know, you got to take care of what you're doing. But what did you think of the, the rest of the offensive line here tonight? Oh, them guys did great tonight. I mean, I seen when we first started camp, when we first put the group together, and the starting fire to the field, it was kind of like kind of like they stepped up and fulfilled those roles, the roles that they've been watching since they came in. Because, you know, Malik and Pat been there so long, doing a great job, and them guys kind of stepped up and showed tonight that they can do just as good. Yeah, I agree. The Rhode Island defense, we score, we score again, first two possessions. Then we had a couple of punts. Was there anything in particular that, that kept us from getting any more first downs offensively and forcing us to turn the ball back over? Not necessarily anything that they were doing. I feel like we had a couple of hiccups here and there, kind of Georgia State, being Georgia State, something that we've been trying to eliminate that led to us not scoring every drive like we wanted to. But it's just something that 
we got the first game before we go back and fix and come back strong in this game. During the summer, it's hot. It's uh, crazy hot, and you've lost some weight. You're you're thinner. You're in in the good way. You know, you're bigger, smaller waist. What in particular did you want to work on during your summer camp that you were able to apply here tonight? Uh, I feel like I've always been kind of an athletic person. It's just been hard to put it on film, really. So really showing how athletic I am, slimming up the body, trimming some of the fat, and just really just working on myself overall. And it kind of just came into its own. Absolutely. Well, we protected Darren very well tonight. Um, I, Dave, can you tell me uh, how many yards he had rushing? Do you have that stat in front of you? For Darren Granger, 12 carries, 58 yards. 12 carries for Darren, 58 yards. For correction, but he, 51. 51 total yards. So, again, feeling good about, hey, I can protect him, but then if he takes off and runs, uh, I'm just going to get down the field and, and block somebody. Yes, sir, that's always our job. Protect Darren, protect Marcus, protect us, and that's what we do. Absolutely. Well, you're one and all. Congratulations, Travis. I know your family's here and you're going to visit with some folks, but uh, have a great night. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. Darren, uh, I'm going to... I'm going to look for some others here, Dave, but uh, back up to you for right now. All right, so we'll continue taking a look at the stats. Again, rushing the football tonight. It was a record-setting night for Marcus Carroll. Carried the football 23 times, his jersey number, and uh, he ran for 184 yards and three touchdowns. Had that big 63-yard run that set up the 12-yard touchdown pass here in the second half and uh, had a big night tonight uh, for the Panthers. We mentioned Darren Granger's number. I'm going to go ahead and send it back down to Harper. Yeah, Javon Dennis with us. Javon, great game. You're 1-0. Got to feel good about that. But, man, how many times did Hill get away from you guys? I thought the pressure was fantastic. Lots of blitzes, but that guy's a slippery slope. Yeah, he, he did a good job at uh, stepping up and evading yeah. in the pocket. But we just got to finish tackles at the end of the day, and that will eliminate all of that. I thought we did a great job of having all four of the defensive linemen, and then when we did bring some extra pressure of converging on it, but like you said, he stepped up. So how do you improve what your game is? Because you're getting around people. I love that you're doing that, but getting to the quarterback a little more efficiently. Yes, sir. Uh, just understanding the landmarks of the quarterback and where he liked to turn and throw the ball to, like just understanding those landmarks and rushing at, at a better angle, that's how we'll fix that problem. What I saw... Right before the half, it looked like they scored, and then they get the ball on about the six-yard line, and they take a knee, and they go in. I thought the, there was a momentum change, but we they scored again in the, in the first possession in the second half, but the defense kind of stepped up a little bit. We scored, and then we get the pick six. Talk a little bit about what the sideline and what some of the defensive leaders were going to say about, hey, now it's our turn. we got to get the ball back. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, main thing, we just kept everybody cool on the sideline, like, We've been here before. We done been through adversity. All we had to do, we know we had to step up as a unit and as a team, and we did that tonight. Was there anything in particular, I just asked uh, Travis Glover this same question, that you wanted to work on all summer, maybe even from the end of last year, strength, speed, hand placement, second move. What was in particular you, in your bag of tricks that you wanted to improve to be ready for here on opening night? Uh, just understanding the plays before it happened and speed off the edge for me. I feel like that'll, that'll put our team in a predicament for us to win like we did tonight. Yeah. I thought the team speed was really good. How about you? Uh, I feel like it was great. You know, We just got to go back in and clean a few things up, and we'll be good for next week. Well, your congratulations. You're 1-0, and uh, UMass is coming in next week. Be ready for that? Yes, sir. We're, we're going we're gonna to jump right in on the film early on them, and then we're going to be ready next Saturday. Right, they're ready to jump on it, Dave. Back up to you. All right, that's UConn coming in. All right, Harper, 
You can make your way back up now. I'm sure, do. I'm sure right. Darren and Marcus are probably with Coach Elliott in the media room. We're going to take our final timeout. We'll come back and finish up taking a look at the stats. Here are the postgame highlights and wrap things up for a Thursday night from Center Park Stadium in Atlanta. Uh, coming up after this timeout, two-minute break here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Way back up from uh, the sideline. Again, Marcus Carroll carried the ball 23 times, 184 yards, three touchdowns. Darren Granger, 12 carries, 51 yards. Casey Adams had one carry. Uh, Darren tonight, 16 of 20, 193 yards, two touchdowns. His longest pass tonight of 42. Robert Lewis was targeted eight times, had seven catches, 97 yards, uh, and had a touchdown. Talik Williams targeted three times, made two receptions, uh, totaling 52 yards. And he had a touchdown tonight. Jakari Carter targeted three times. He had two receptions. Jakaius Cradle was targeted three times. He had two receptions tonight as well. Cade Loggins punted five times, averaging 47.2 yards per punt. And defensively for Georgia State, Jeremiah Johnson totaled, uh, led the way with uh, eight tackles, six of those unassisted. Bryce Brown had six tackles. Jalen Tate had six. John Trey Hunter had six. And as we move over to the other side of the stat sheet, it was uh, on the offensive side, Deion Silas had 10 carries, uh, gaining 50 yards, did not score tonight to lead the way in yardage on the ground for uh, the Rhode Island Rams. Gabe Sloat carried the football eight times uh, for 35 yards. Kasim Hill carried the ball 11 times, 17 yards. He scored their one rushing touchdown, and uh Devin Farrell carried it one time for 14 yards. Passing tonight, Kasim Hill, again, 24th, uh, 24 of 40 on the night. Two interceptions, 408 yards, four touchdowns. His long pass tonight of 73 yards. Katero Summers targeted eight times at seven catches, totaling 99 yards, 44 after the catch. Um, they had him with uh, zero touchdowns. He had a touchdown. Darius uh, Savage targeted eight times. Uh, six catches, 88 yards, and he had a touchdown. Gabe Sloat had a touchdown reception. John Irby was targeted 10 times, uh, had three catches for 38 yards and a touchdown. Devin Walter did the punting tonight for the Rams, three punts, averaging 36 yards per kick. Defensively, Emmanuel Gomes, seven unassisted tackles, totaling eight tonight to lead the way for Rhode Island. Evan Stewart with seven, Jordan Colbert with seven, and Saeed Gibbs had six. How was it down on the sideline now that you're back up? It was a little warmer than uh, it is here. field was a little hot. So I'm a little, I'm pitting out a little bit, Dave. You? But all good. Pitting out. Yeah, I'm a sweating guy. But all good. All good. All right, we've heard the stats. Time now, Jeff, to take a listen to some of the highlights. We'll go back and uh, hear the highlights from tonight's football game. All the offensive plays for Georgia State tonight. Panthers, of course, going all the way back. Won the coin toss. And they scored early, and I was going to say often, they did take a 14-0 lead in the uh, second quarter. Uh, but those first two scoring plays went like this. Darren Granger led a Panthers on a four-play 76-yard drive in just a minute 24 and scored, connected with Robert Lewis on this 38-yard touchdown pass play. Granger back, three steps back, going to throw across the middle, got Lewis. It is caught, touchdown, Georgia State. 38 yards, Darren Granger. His second pass 
of the season from 38 yards out to Lewis, and the Panthers strike quickly. Went up 7-0 after the PAT by Liam Rickman. Ty Groff, their freshman place kicker, had an opportunity to get the Rams on the scoreboard. He missed. It uh, doinked off the right upright, and they missed on a 28-yard uh, field goal, and the Panthers held on to their 7-0 lead. Panthers would score again in the first quarter. A drive that went 4 minutes and 43 seconds. They went 12 plays, total of 80 yards. They got all the way down to the 1-yard line, and you know who got the handoff, Marcus Carroll. Second and goal now from the 1. Handed off to Carroll, and he's into the end zone for the touchdown. Georgia State, 13 to nothing with 4.15 to go. No question about who would get the ball on that carry after the previous run, Marcus Carroll barreling into the end zone. Panthers had a 14-0 lead at the end of the first quarter. Don't want to try to talk over that train horn. Kasim Hill got them on the board to make it 14-7. A 20-yard touchdown pass to John Irby, capping a 12-play, 75-yard drive. That's early in the second quarter. And then Georgia State came right back to answer that Rams score with a 6-play, 67-yard drive. It took the Panthers only 239 to get into the end zone. Granger finds Talik Williams from 42 yards out play action. Granger going to look to throw. Got a man down the middle. Talik Williams caught touchdown. Georgia State. 42 yards. Darren Granger to Talik Williams right down the middle of the field of the Panthers. Strike again. Their third touchdown of the night. Second through the air and the Panthers have a 20 to 7 lead over the Rams. Rickman PAT put Georgia State up 21-7. Cody Jones had an interception but the Panthers couldn't take advantage of that. Kasim Hill would uh, lead the Rams on a five-play, 30-yard drive late second quarter, and it turned out to be a 15-yard touchdown pass to Gabe Sloat, and Georgia State went into the locker room at halftime 21-14, and little did we know what we would see in the second half. Boy, uh, that one, that touchdown there, and then two others, Dave, uh, really put a damper in our evening. We, we, we weren't really happy after uh, the, the, the Rhode Island Rams took the lead. Yeah, we said on the radio you can't see the uh, the looks that Harper and I are giving each other during the course of the broadcast. Rhode Island had the football to start the second half. They didn't take them long at all to tie the football game. Three plays, 75 yards, 48 seconds. Kasim Hill, 63-yard touchdown pass, and it was all tied at 21. And then they would take the lead on a 28-yard scoring strike from Hill to Katero Summers on a nine-play, 70-yard drive. And I, we looked up, and it was, you know, it was no longer 14-0 or 21-7. It was Rhode Island 28, Georgia State 21. The Panthers, though, would come back and tie it. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that was the punt that we blocked, right. and they called a penalty on us for roughing the kicker. So we would have gotten the ball at about the 30-yard line. Instead, they end up getting a touchdown out of that drive because of the penalty. And what a complete turn of events. Well, the Panthers down 28-21 there in the second came back, or I should say in the third, third. came back and put a five-play, 65-yard drive together. A minute 41, it was one of those drives that, you know, they're saying, we saw what you could do, watch us march downfield and score. And it was Marcus Carroll getting the ball at the 23-yard line on this handoff. Granger going to hand it off Carroll. Marcus got room. Go. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. Touchdown, Georgia State. Marcus Carroll. He wears number 23. It's a 23-yard touchdown run for Marcus Carroll. Point after by Rickman tied the game 
at 28. Our ticket smarter play of the game was this one right here, a pick six and about a 25-yard return for the newcomer, cornerback Gavin Pringle. First down from the 20. He'll throw the football. And a, oh, a pick six. Intercepted. Gavin pick Pringle. six, Gavin Pringle. Touchdown, Georgia State. Right place, right time. He'll throw it right in his direction. Pringle's like, look what I got. And runs it easily back into the end zone. Big play, Georgia State now leading it 34-28 late here in the third well, quarter. Rickman PAT made it 35-28. That's how the third quarter would come to an end. Georgia State would score again to make it a 42-28 ball game. After Marcus Carroll scampered 64 yards all the way down to the 12, he got the handoff from Darren Granger at the 12-yard line. Carroll stays in the ball game. They're going to handle the ball again right up the middle. Broke a tackle into the end zone. Touchdown. 12-yard touchdown run for Marcus Carroll. Boy, what a series he just had on these last two carries. At that point, he had 168 yards, which was a career high. Again, finished tonight with 184. 42-28. Uh, at that point, Kasim Hill, a five-yard touchdown run uh, in the fourth quarter, capping a seven-play, 79-yard Rhode Island drive. And it was 42-35, and that is the way the football game ended. Of course, never easy. We had that play about that first down run that went back and forth and back and forth with the chains coming out in the field until they finally did and went to the video replay. And they ruled it a first down, and then it was the victory formation, and Panthers hold on for the win. But hey, is there easy. an ugly win, Dave? <laughs> Ever heard of an ugly win? No. A win's a win. So yep. we're 1-0 right now, and uh, – the teams work so hard in the in the summer. We've seen it, and uh, good for them to get a win. wasn't perfect, but uh, they they they're one and zero, and they've got a big game next week as well. They got to be ready for that. They get a few days off before they have to really start prepping for that. But uh, they're in a great place right now. All right, last uh, we got. Let's pause ten seconds for station identification here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. All right, you got the weekend off. We'll see you back here in the ninth for UConn. Yes, it will. What are you going to do this weekend? It's Labor Day. You're going to labor? Whatever Carol tells me I'm going to be doing is what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. uh, that's the way it goes around yeah. there in the Cohen house, right? Yeah. Yep. You going to do any uh, lawn work? Possibly. Yard work? Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, depends on how hot it is. Yeah. All right, well, good opening broadcast, and uh, great to get out of here with a W, but we'll see you here in the ninth. Absolutely. Look forward to it. All right, final score again, Georgia State 42, Rhode Island 35. Panthers off to a 1-0 start. And coming up in game two, It'll be the Yukon Huskies here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. 6.30 airtime, kickoff at 7. Today's broadcast has been authorized under rights granted by Georgia State University to Van Wagner. The accounts and descriptions of this broadcast may not be retransmitted in any form without the express written consent of Van Wagner and Georgia State University Athletics. I want to thank our broadcast crew tonight, Jeff Walker at the studios of our flagship in Atlanta, 50,000 watt, 88.5 FM WRAS. Mike Wofford at the studios of Glory, 97.5 FM, WGTJ, and 13.30 AM in Gainesville, Georgia. The folks at LowCountryRadio.com in Savannah, Georgia. The folks at WRBJRadio.com in Dublin, Georgia. Our on-site engineer, Rick Shaw, technical assistance from Robert LaFour. So for Harper LaBelle, Dave Cohen saying goodnight from Center Park Credit Union Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia State, a winner in their opener over Rhode Island, 42-35. You've been listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Thank you for joining us for Georgia State University Panthers football, made possible in part by 
Center Park Credit Union, Ticketsmarter.com, Northside Hospital, Ford, and Coca-Cola. Join us again for more Sunbelt Conference action right here on the Panthers Radio Network.